0: Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by MAP. My name is Alex Clements and if you haven't already, please check out MAP's full range of uh, cycling apparel at MAP.cc. Today on the podcast, we've got a more of a conversation between Alex Edmondson and Caleb Ewan around uh, what's next for them, uh, their current situations and also a little bit about what they've been up to. Um, We previously released this only a couple of days ago on the youtube account so you may have seen a little bit of a clip of it and if you want to check that out it's on our socials or uh youtube stanley street social and as as always podcasts will be distributed on all the podcast platforms if you do like it please share it and i hope you enjoy the episode I'm recording. Wait Get a, a contract next year, Alex. I'm on the doll. On the oh. doll. Jeez yeah. yeah. Mate, you need you need to go to um you need to go to Spain, sign yourself up to a five year contract.
1: <laughs> also need to get shit. That's like he's 17. He's almost 10 years younger than
0: me. Have you looked at his results too? They're not like. Oh uh, no! Not Caleb, you and So I mean, is he? Oh, so he's
1: junior. When's he gonna sign? When's he going pro? Was he done? Is it five year, but like two year, like pre contract?
0: I didn't read parts, past the headline.
1: Yeah. See, I just saw what you. Maybe
2: maybe he signed like a two year pre contract in like three years.
1: Yeah, like with normal. the ten, I reckon. Could
2: be. So he does like another year junior and one year under 23 and then or he maybe signed one year pre-contract and then four years contract or he just signed five years <laughs> pro contract <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Bloody hell.
0: 17. Did, did you both have pre-contracts?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Big riders. Big riders. Pre-contract. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Good pre-contract, yeah. <laughs> Where on earth are you, Edmo? <laughs>
1: I'm in the UK, mate. It's sunny, Wilmslow.
0: What are you doing in the UK?
1: Living the dream, mate. Nah, here, yeah, in Wilmslow, just outside Manchester. Living. Um, it's actually been really good. The weather's been yeah.
0: Like sunny?
1: Yeah, it's been blue skies. It was like 20 degrees the other day.
0: And can you go training?
1: Uh, well, you can go, so you can do like an hour exercise outside. Um, so I know a lot of guys who are based here are, but me and my um, girlfriend, we've decided it's a better idea to use uh, the hour to like walk that dog. So we just do Swift and then in the evenings take Harley for a walk. Wait, you can only
2: go outside for an hour? Yeah. But then I'm I sure think. about just,
1: that. Yeah. But then uh, some people are pushing
2: that. Yeah, I know guys doing like,
1: yeah, four or five hours. Yeah, well, exactly. Because that's the thing. It's not like it's real strict, but I just feel like we haven't been told like at the moment, like what's going on. Like still here, there's like six hundred fifty plus people dying each day. Um, we are not getting told like we don't have to do very much, but like they're trying to say like if you don't need to go outside, don't go outside. And we just feel like it's probably better just to just use this time. Yeah, okay, it sucks. But at the end of the day, people are dying. Um, so if we just do um, riding on the ergo, like we're still training. Um, but like the, the issue is is if you do crash, um, and you end up in hospital, like we don't really want to go there, use people that could be helping fight coronavirus to be looking after me. So we just think that it's better to use the time just to walk the dog and we can still train on the ergo. Mm.
0: Um,
2: yeah, well, you don't need to even do that much at the moment. It, you know, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's like it's not like a um, like we're not going to be lining up races for Grand Tour in the next next week or two, um, even months. So I think at the moment, like if it was a bit more pushy, then obviously you would a bit more. But um, current situation. You Don't really like all we have to train for is a couple of rides here and there, Mm. yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I can go on the road now on Monday, but only around Monaco, which is like (laughs) two square kilometers. So, you can't Um, go into France, no, you can't go into France, you have to stay in Monaco.
0: What's how far is the lap of Monaco?
2: Well. I did a lap of Monaco, like, so when when it first started, like, the rules were pretty unclear. They said the same thing, like, you go out for an hour of exercise. Um, But then they decided that you couldn't do an hour of exercise on your bike. Like, it had to be an hour of walking or an hour of running. So I was training for like, I used to just go out and do an hour. But I made, like, I think, like, an 11K loop in Monaco. Well, that's still pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad, actually. But then after, like, I mean, you wouldn't want to do, like, five hours. <laughs> I was doing, like, an hour, um, and that was all right. But, yeah. Probably- it's, yeah but it's, it's only for a week. And then the following Monday, uh, you're allowed to train in France. No. So, okay. That's way
0: Sorry. better. Yeah. Did your 10K loop include a climb, or is it just?
2: Yeah, no. Monaco is pretty pretty hilly. Like I reckon in that I reckon that ten k loop, there's at least. Oh. oh, actually no, it's not that hilly. It's probably like a hundred meters, maybe a hundred meters of climbing, maybe not even.
1: Yeah, but then it's like a hundred meters. Like you have like a climb that will be like five hundred meters long, but you like climb like twenty meters.
2: Yeah, well, it's pretty hilly actually. Like it's pretty hard. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not easy, but. Have you got any anyway. an A-hill in Manchester, Edmo? Huh? Have you got A-hill? You yeah, it? no. Where
1: we live is right next to the Peak District, which is like a big national park. Um, so within like two minutes, I'm in like little country lane and you can go out there. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like 30-minute climbs, 20-minute climbs.
0: Oh, yeah, solid. How um,
1: long have you lived there for? Uh, like just coming up to a year. How is it? Um, no, I find it really good because it's like, I was living in um, Girona, um, but it's like... Did you ever I, live in Andorra? Huh? Did you ever live in Andorra? No. No, so I was living there and then um, it's just like after three years living in Girona, it just felt like I wasn't very good at listening to an old Spanish speaking. Um, and I just felt like an outcast. Like I just felt so guilty when I went to like the same butcher, the same... Like the dairy, and you can, like okay, you can like ask for stuff in Spanish, but you couldn't even have a conversation about how they were. Um, where like now being here, it just feels like it's it's Australia away from home. Does that make sense? Yeah, it would be nice living in a um, English-speaking. in an English speaking country. Yeah. You have like an issue with your phone, and you can just call them up, and you can actually work it out. Where in Spain, it's like goes around and circles. just like... <laughs> Um, but no, I really enjoy it. Like the riding, I thought was going to be not so good, but it's actually it's it's awesome. I really enjoy it. Like um, the motors are really good, um, and yeah, there's a bit of everything. Obviously, if you were like a a climber or a GC rider, it probably wouldn't be ideal. Um, but all the climbs here are like short and sharp, and the roads are real heavy. So for me, it's it's perfect.
0: Edmo, why have you been tonking so many Ks on the Zwift?
1: Well, just trying to keep it interesting. Um, I had this conversation <laughs> with my coach. That's not very interesting. No, it <laughs> out. Like, I think, like the thing was, I was having these conversations with my coach and I was like, every day he was like, all right, we're going to go on Swift, but I was getting a bit bored. So I thought like, why don't I just like change it up and like do a couple of like challenges or something that I can like actually do it, all, it all in up. one go. Yeah. So then like days when I just wouldn't be very motivated, <laughs> I'd go for like, um, a quick run and walk the dog as well in the hour. And then um, when I woke up, I was real motivated and I just did something big, um, which hence why I did a couple of, like I did a six hour, 45 and eight and a half hour. And what else, like, what,
2: but take those two out, what's like the average you do? Uh, probably, probably
1: like an hour and a half, two hours um, has been the most thing. It's just like, I've said to the coach, I was like, let's not like, go for like distance, let's just do short intensity. Um, so a couple of days, like there will be like an hour and a half, and then maybe an hour race or something in the afternoon. Um. Yeah. Where were we?
0: You doing mad dog sessions on the trainer? Oh
1: yeah. No, So just I don't know. Just trying to keep it interesting.
0: And what what happens if you spend the entire day outside? Where? On the trainer.
1: Ah uh, yeah, I'm um, pretty sure I got like third degree burns. Is third degree worse than second degree or first degree? Whichever is the worst one. Like it was really Hold bad.
2: on a second. Hold on a second.
1: So you're not going outside
2: because you don't want to crash and go to the hospital, but you go sit outside in the sun and burn for six
1: hours and then probably need to go to the hospital anyway. Yeah, well, see, this is what I did. Like, it was still overcast. Like, it wasn't real sunny. And then I think because I was sweating so much. Um, this was a day of Flanders, so I tried to do – I was like, oh, well, I'll do 265K. Um, and, like, when I got on, I wasn't actually thinking about doing it. I just started and then all of a sudden – things like escalated and then um I think because I was sweating I didn't feel like my back was sore or anything and then all of a sudden I finished um came inside and I got in the shower and I like just roasted and I was like oh my god what the hell's that and I looked in the thing and it was just like red as it can be and then because I'd been wearing a heart rate strap it was just like a white strap like lying across my back um but then yeah I couldn't I couldn't actually sleep that night because my back was so sore so I ended up having to like sleep in a cold bath so I just like lay there because it was so bad. And then, um, yeah, I think it was like five five days later, um, I, I, I couldn't ride because I couldn't like touch my back. Like my back was so sore. And then because I couldn't get in the shower because it hurt. So then I um, five days later, finally, I was like cooling down a little bit. So I was like, oh, I'll do an hour real easy on the ergo. But then this is a bit gross. But then because obviously my back was so burnt and like the skin was so cooked, my sweat couldn't come through my skin. So then I all I had like Uh, I I just had like all these blisters on my back like these bubbles like it was so gross like you could like if you touched it. But then uh, I was like, "Well, what what the hell am I meant to do?" So then like I had to like pop. Not train. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to like pop all these bloody things. I just had like all this like like liquid just like running down. it was proper grim. And then yeah, I spent the next like three or four days with like peeling skin. But we're all good now. That's. yeah, so, but that was the interesting thing. Like, I did six hours, forty five on the air and my legs, like, didn't even, like, complain about my legs. Like, everything was fine. It was just my bloody back.
0: So then, because yeah. I'd missed
1: so much, I thought it was a good idea to get on the Swift, and um, I did the Everest Challenge and did eight and a half hours.
2: Because you missed so much,
1: you took a week off. <laughs> yeah. And you are panicking that
2: maybe you're going to race in six months. Like, yeah. shit, I took a week off, and i have going to race in six months. Oh, yes, yeah, so then panic I
1: panicked. Yes, yeah, so then I panicked, and then I did a form finder, and then I did that, and then, um, then my coach was like, "Oh, you're an idiot!" So then I had to have like another four days easy after that because he didn't want me to cook it up. was <laughs> your coach? Uh, Alex Camier, a yeah. British dude. He's re- yeah, he's really really good. Um, coaches. Are, yeah, he uh, was there when I was at the team. Yeah, coaches like Lucas and the Mo is I get on really well. I think he's, yeah, he's really switched on and does good things.
0: What are you training for,
1: mate? Just Just training to like eat.
0: General mental health or
1: no? Well, that's the thing is I think we've like our team uh, is trying to still do a lot of like um, rate like e racing, and I think just to try and give something back to the sponsors because obviously the sponsors putting all this money, but. If we don't do anything, like they're not getting anything in return. Um, so there's a lot of those, like Swift races. Um, they did the digital um, Swiss race. I wasn't a part of that, which
0: makes, probably happy you <laughs> made the team.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, but yes, yeah, so and I think uh, yeah, it's just about trying to. You never know. Like I, to be honest, I think we're pushing to be actually racing it at all this year. Um, just going off how it is. Um, at the current moment
2: Well the Tour de France is on So
1: if you yeah, make the Tour I, team then you can race Yeah but I, Is that really going to happen?
2: Yeah well The French government were like There's no sporting events until September But the Tour de France is on
1: Yeah see I just don't think that's going to happen
2: Yeah but if the government's saying it's going to happen Then there's a good chance it'll happen
1: Yeah true Yeah I think it'll be interesting and I'm like, obviously, you need to keep try and keep positive because you don't want to not. But I think going back to... Well, the you're not like keeping very positive, are you? <laughs> well, hey. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, taking it day by day. I think it's a we'll race. I just think it's real hard when you think about, like, like, there's so many people still dying. Mm. Like, it's... A well, big, yeah. Like, each day, like, even just here in the UK, it's, like, 650 people each day are dying. You can't even go yeah, to and
2: stop it unless they get a vaccine. But
1: Yeah, and then that's the thing is how long is it going to be before a vaccine? And it's, like, I just saw a, an article about, like, international travel. I don't know how legit it is, but they're saying that maybe it may be restricted for 18 months in Australia.
2: Well, I heard Australia is not going to be letting people in for a long time, so. Yeah, well, that's what I, yeah, 18
1: months. Yeah, um, and like so. But, yeah,
0: but I
2: and don't know um, how they're already they're already like easing restrictions here and everything. But I don't know. I stopped following it a bit, but like I think it's dropped. I think it's dropped a fair bit in France, like all the the cases and everything. Yeah. But I just don't understand if they're gonna start opening everything back up. If the virus is still around,
1: surely it's just gonna spread again. Yeah, well, exactly. And I think that's the, that's the issue. Cause it's even like for us, like we're yeah locked down in our houses. like, yeah, okay. We're allowed out for an hour, but it's like, even just me and Ellie, we're thinking it's like, well, as soon as it's locked down, we want to go and see Ellie's parents. But then you think like, that's one family and we're going to go from here to Scotland, which is, yeah, okay. It's only two hours drive. But you think every family in the world, like in the UK, if they want to go and see their family, all of a sudden you've got all these people traveling around. You've got to stop at petrol stations. You've got to stop to get food like it's just going to bloody spread like wildfire. And I guess like another thing is how they said that um, obviously I'm not a, a doctor or anything. So you just hear what you, what you see. but like, even if, once you have it once, you're not immune to it again. And so like, I think if, maybe that, if that had been the case that, okay, if you get coronavirus, then you can't get it again. Like, okay, maybe that might speed things up. Like, obviously it's not going to be as bad, but that's not the case.
2: I just watched the thing on Netflix yesterday about coronavirus. <laughs> <The>
1: coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I said to I asked Ellie to watch that with me I thought, like, nah, let's watch something else. Was it any good? Oh, it's pretty good. It's only like it's only like twenty
2: six minutes, but it's good. It just like explains, um, yeah, that- like it just explains a bit about it.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think it's pretty hectic. Like obviously, there's a lot of people that are out there saying that, like, why don't why is there such a big thing about this and not on cancer? Like, think about how many people have cancer and die or think about how you have the common flu or suicide. Um, but yeah, I think it is a pretty yeah hectic old time. And I think that's where it comes back to. It. It's like, we haven't really been asked to do a hell of a lot, like to stay at home. Like you get all these messages about like the, the nursing staff saying, please stay at home. Like don't go out unless it's a necessity. Um, so going back, that's why I think for, for me and Ellie, we want to just make sure that we don't go out when we don't need to. Like, going and training like we don't need to go and do that we can just do it on the on the ergo
2: yeah and you don't really need to train at the moment anyway yeah because i've race. really
1: got races <laughs> mm.
0: um would you go home ed mate, if yeah. things uh things feel better
1: yeah well of course i think um that's the plan we want to go back to australia over christmas um ellie's going to come as well so Going off, hopefully that it does, then we'll go back there for Christmas and um, for Aussie summer. But we'll just have to wait and see what what the go is. Because we've got to have a Stanley Street social uh, Christmas party, don't we?
0: Well, are you going to make it to Philo's wedding?
1: Well, that's the thing. We've got to wait and see about this buddy, what's going to happen.
0: Well,
2: you're allowed
1: back. to Australia. Yeah, but that's the... how do you get back?
0: He's going to do. You've got to do two weeks. Private jet. Go hotel. Uh,
1: private jet. Got Harvey's. Do you want to go? Fuck it. Hey. I was, thinking about, I was thinking about buying a boat and just sailing. It'd be an adventure. Yeah, it we'll would be. Do you want to come? No. <laughs> Why? you gonna come gonna home
0: home. You going to come home, oh. Evan?
2: Um... I'll probably go back to Australia at some point, don't know when. Depends like if we've got racing and everything on
1: though. Um, yeah, because that's the other thing that's really hard to plan for. It's because like all of a sudden obviously the UTS coming out with his plan that they reckon that racing is probably gonna go to the end of November.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. See, if racing goes to the end yeah. of November and there's no racing in Australia because um because yeah, Australians won't let anyone in, then yeah. It's kind of point going back mm. yeah that's, that's oh, obviously like to see like friends and family and everything but um yeah every year we just basically just go back to to race
0: imagine if uh imagine if like two down under kettles races the first race back it'd be enormous everyone got everyone nationals would probably be the
2: first race yeah,
1: think, yeah think about nationals That'd be pretty hectic, old Bunningong. Mashable will be the there? first place are you Are going to win there, Caleb? Well, I'm not going.
2: Oh. Unless uh, unless you join my team and then... I've done a team, mate. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Contract here.
0: Where are you going to stay Edmo.
2: Yeah, Edmo. Room stay tuned. Are you going to stay at Mitchelton?
1: Nah, of course. Like, I, yeah, to be honest, there it's all in negotiations, but um, obviously, I got nothing bad to say about Mitchell and they've always been so supportive. Um, and I think at the current time, like at the moment, it's not really what I'm um, thinking on. What is it like at the moment
2: being in contract here? Is it like the team's talking and everything still, or is everyone just like, not we until you know what's gonna happen, we're not talking or or is it just like business as usual?
1: Yeah, look, it is it's definitely puts an extra stress um in the mix, obviously, yeah, being contracted you wanted to go out and do something good um and show what you can do. Um the teams are still talking, but obviously they're still in the current like now with coronavirus, what it's happening to um the like the world economy, obviously these businesses have taken massive hits. Um, so there is still talks going, but a lot of people are still waiting to find out how bad, um, the situation is going to be before they can make calls on obviously budgets and, and things around those. Um, so there's still conversations going, but it's, it's definitely taken a, a, probably a step back. Um, but I think the whole cycling, um, in general is, is taking a massive hit and I think it's, hopefully coming back from this when it does bounce back, if it can, um, there needs to be obviously things put in place to, to support these teams because at the moment, the how they're run is just, it's not beneficial. It's not, um, what's the word? Uh, sustainable. Yeah, it's not sustainable.
0: Are you worried though?
1: Uh, well, of course, there's, there's a bit of worry in there. Like at the end of the day, it's your job, isn't it? Um, but I think going off the talks that there are, I think uh, I am confident. Um, and just try not to let that derail you because if you can do that, it's a slippery slope, especially mm-hmm. in the the current situation being stuck indoors like that's the last thing you need to do it's and I think it's just about making sure that um when this does if it does and hopefully soon when it does pass that we can still get on the bike and and do something good
0: how the um how the teams communicating to you guys like do you have Business meetings or team meetings or how does it work? Yeah,
2: every every week we have like a full team meeting.
0: What run by so, the boss? Is it a social thing or is um, it a business yeah focused event?
2: Well, there's always like every so every week there's like some sort of updates whether it's like a race calendar or, you know, what's happening within the team and things like that. Um, But then usually, like, that's a bit of talk and then sometimes nothing's happening. But then we go through, like, every rider in the team and everyone says their bit on how they're going and what they're doing, Um, which is a good way, just like, yeah, being in contact with everyone because usually we're always racing together now. Now, obviously, we're not um so it's a bit hard to like keep in contact with 30 guys so every week um it's good to yeah, get the whole team together and we all have like a little chat i mean to be honest like not many people are up to much because most people are stuck inside or you know nothing's open no one's racing so everyone's just doing the same kind of thing like in belgium they can they can train on the road so um yeah they're training on the road but other than that there's nothing else to do than like me here there's nothing for me to do because i just train inside and hang out with my daughter and my wife and your dog and, that's two so, <laughs> and my dog
0: that's yeah she's all good four, now. Four laps. She's all good what now. a bitch to do that, mate
1: uh yeah i think it's just pretty much the same as as, yeah, as what caleb was saying i think um Shane is obviously in touch with us every week um, and we have riders groups. So we're always in com- in conversation about what everyone's doing. Um, and another good one is um, every Monday uh, there's a team ride. So we just talk a lot of smack, um, just ride along with all the staff and um, and the riders. That's another good way. Cause I think that's the interesting thing. And the weird thing is normally you're on the road seeing everyone. And then all of a sudden now we haven't seen each other for a couple of months. Um but it's definitely, I think it's hard because even the questions that a lot of us riders want to know, there is no answers to. Um, so it's about trying to be able to work out what's, um, how to ask a question that, and if the question's actually going to be able to get an answer to. Because um, a lot of the questions that you want to know, they just don't have because um, there's still so much uncertainty. So it's literally just taking it, um, it's like week by week or even day by day. Um the situation's changing and um
0: Are yeah, you from Jerry?
1: And, uh not not really, but that's all going through Shane. They're obviously in contact an awful lot. Um I think he's quite busy with the old amount of jobs that he's got going on. I'm sure he's a pretty busy man at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bit more busy than me. Yeah, it's um, fair. but I think, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's it's definitely an interesting time. Um one that we'll definitely look back and go, well, be able to tell, tell the grandkids. Um. Yeah, yeah. Grandkids. <laughs> well, I've already, what about I've your got own? Kids? down here asleep, so I'm talking about me four-legged. When they have some, mate. It's too early. It's too early. Soon, Edmo. Yeah, I think at the moment I'm pretty happy. Pretty content just looking after. I can't even bear look after myself.
0: You having another um, kid soon, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably.
2: I mean, I've been at home. I've been Whoa. at home a lot in the last few, <laughs> few weeks. So.
0: How many kids are on the <laughs> bucket, dog? List? I'm
2: probably like six or seven. I've started young, so one. I can keep going for a while. To have like a massive, massive gang. It's an massive gang
1: of little Caleb's. Once you've got one, you are already yeah. you already cooked it up. So you may it's as well funny. have fun.
2: I think one. I think like one's pretty hard, but I think it's pretty easy. Like compared to if you have maybe three. Yeah, I think then, three would be hard. Two might be alright because then there's like one yeah. parent for each kid. But don't know. Yeah, that'll be seven's going to be hard though. Like, if one. like one parent will have four and then <laughs> well, the other parent will so have three. Have
1: so. Then you could have your own tour team. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah.
1: I've them pretty close in age, though. Oh, well. Get to work, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you been doing, Edway? Besides when well, you're tonking tonkin Ks on the air go?
1: Uh, I've found this new. I've been trying to learn a guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I've been. I wanted a guitar for a yonks, and I kept on just talking about a guitar, wanting one anyway. Um, Ellie got me one for uh, Christmas, and then I hadn't really like I'd played it a little bit, but then obviously because you off at training camps or racing, I didn't really play an awful lot. But so here, I just told myself every day I need to do at least five minutes playing and just trying to get it so that hopefully i can learn and it's it's getting there i'm starting to learn some chords which is good but it's just i don't understand like you watch all these videos these people playing guitars and you're like how like it just looks so easy and then you pick up a guitar and you're like oh my god it just doesn't work um but we're getting there i've been playing the intro to um californication
0: yeah have you got it
1: all right do it <laughs> okay i can like go get it Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: Let's
0: do it, Enloe. Get it. <laughs> it me any good? Do you reckon he's got a bit of a um accent? There's a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he no, already had the Adelaide, Adelaide, Adelaide accent from though. Adelaide, though. he's got a UK accent. Here we go. He's really good. Turn oh, your camera down so we can uh, see, see your work.
1: Nah, wait. That's... Yeah. Yeah. I want to see, I wanna see the finger work. You ready? I <laughs> oh! In, really? I don't even know if it's in tune. I can we get some lyrics tune. as well? Nah. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, seriously, I've, I've I've been off hey, more than of well. Wait. Wait. You got to guess the song. Oh, this thing's in the way.
2: <laughs>
0: is he frozen? Oh no. Yeah, shit. I think
2: he's frozen. He's as
0: convenient, isn't
2: it? Hey, that's the sign that we should listen to this.